0: Hi, this is Jim, and this is Second Chance, a moped podcast. And welcome, everybody, to another week of Second Chance Moped Podcast. Oh, it finally happened. I got out of my bike this weekend, and all I did was like, in. in people in the south may identify with us a little bit because you guys have a little bit of you stole your bikes away i don't know i don't live in the south but like it's that weird obsession us damn yankees have we just sit there and look at our bikes all winter and like halfway dream and fantasize of all these little tweaks or tunes and like that's all i did and i discovered a whole bunch of shit i was doing wrong last year, which made me happy because of my theories and hypothesis. Oh, and the unobtainium I talked about a couple weeks ago, it was uh, not as bad as I thought. It was a Hobbit rear wheel that got bent and I can't feel it. So I'm just going to run it. So like I had a source and now I got to let that person know that like, if they can get them sweet, whatever, but like, you know how Hobbit people are and their connection to Camino wheels. Like it's like goddamn Goleman, like Lord of the Rings, my precious. Like we're not going to tell anybody where we can get them until we get them. So like I had a bunch of people give me shit about that. That's what it was. It was like Camino wheels was my big unobtainium because everything else can be sourced. Um, but yeah, it so fucking, it was it was that itch it was that itch that i finally got to scratch and like granted it's 40 degrees in minnesota i'm not riding a lot because um i don't want to ride a lot in 40 degrees but it's just enough to get around a few of the lakes in saint paul and i did not get to ride around lake phelan at all last year because it was just closed down the whole year because of covid oh my god the rest of St. Paul got paved except for that road. Like it is, it is so rough. Everybody tells me how rough new Orleans roads are. I think like Phelan might have a, might put it, put them to the test on that one, but no, dude, like we all have that itch and it's all coming around. And like, it was kind of funny because, you know, like anybody else on a Sunday night, for the most part, we're all just scrolling through Instagram and I see my friend Jess, um just smog she posted something like what the fuck what the what the there's a gathering and you know like enough people know me by now like i'll fucking go to anything pretty much at this point on a whim and i'm like well fuck that's that's april 11th weekend that's mom's birthday i've got to miss that because god damn it's a national holiday like it's actually her birthday is it is the 11th my dad passed away on the 10th And like, so it's just a weird thing that I never want to be around. But now we actually have something happy to celebrate as well. Not only mom's birthday, but my niece, Anna's birthday. Like that's terrible. I'm the worst uncle in the world. I can't remember anybody's birthday, but whatever. But I see this thing happen in North Carolina and I hit, I hit a few people up. I'm like, is this legit? They're like, yeah, it's fucking happening. And I go, well, who the fuck is putting this on? And somebody goes, do you remember that Amanda girl? I'm like they're like, she had that fucking rad ass sax G3. I'm like, yes. Like that's that's how I remember people generally in Moped community like have something unique, have something cool. Like I'm not a top tank person. Everybody knows that. I'm a fucking stuck in the world Hobbit guy. But of all top tanks, I'll say it. I like the sax G3 the best. Like I, I can't work on it. Well, I, I can work on anything. I'm not afraid to work on anything, but like I've just never had the opportunity. Like if I were to ever get a top tank, like a sax G3, would be it. Like that's it. But like, anyways, I remembered her from that goddamn Tampa rally. Like, fuck everybody. I just want something else to happen so we could fucking stop talking about Tampa. I'm sick of it myself. Like, I'm. So, I mean, it. It was one of those weird moments in time that like bonded a lot of people together. But it was just like, fuck. Let's go do something else. But. She was there, and then like Amanda and I struck up like everybody else who you meet at rallies or whatever. Oh, let's do the Instagram. We're friends and blah blah blah. And like, um, she would post her bike and she'd be like lone riding, and like that's what I do a lot. I'm like, hey, do rock and roll. And then like when I went to the East Coast, I hit her up. I'm like, hey, I'm coming through your way. Nothing. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, and then like anybody else, I lose contact in time. Like I'll hit them up once every three four months. Nothing. No, of a sudden I'm like it's that amanda so let me introduce our guest this week
1: (laughs) hi guys well i guess i should start off with uh an apology there i was literally just pulling up my phone to go through instagram to be like god when was it that he texted me that to try to figure out the timeline
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's not a big deal i wasn't you trust me i wasn't waiting up nights for it but it's just like
1: yeah it's (laughs) life
0: yo shit happens so where the fuck have you been amanda
1: it really is. Well, when, when I'm not playing mopeds pre-pandemic, and even now still, I I'm, have my own interior design business. Okay. And um, then, you know, it was like everything last February just kind of all hit at the same time. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, like the Tampa Rally, I was just like on such a high going into that and coming out of it. Um, it all started with that. Let's see. I'm trying to think I think it was the Sunday yeah it was the Sunday night so like six days before the rally or whatever um I have one other friend here in town who like a year previous to that hit me up and he's like there's a moped sitting in my dad's uh you know backyard or something that's been there since I was a kid he's like it's under a tarp and <laughs> I was like wait a minute you're just now telling me about this <laughs> it's like, why are we not getting that and like fixing it so I have someone else to ride with like there's no one else in town that um th- there's a few people that have mopeds but not not really um Ty Rody used to live here in Winston-Salem and uh he's a swoop he's down in Georgia now and when he moved down there he just kind of you know oh yes <laughs> it just all kind of
0: So your friend had the moped under the tarp.
1: Yes. So we went to go pick it up and it was uh, an old.
0: Uh, Amanda, 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 Amanda. We got to stop for a second. Hold on.
1: Oh, coffee break.
0: Oh, kids. That's, you know, I know everybody anticipates my coffee sip in every second chance moped podcast. (laughs) Sorry for interrupting you, Amanda. Let's continue your moped journey. I got
1: to take a sip of my uh, green tea that I have (laughs) with me right now. terrible. Been, well, I've been trying to stay calm in the fury of everything that has happened in the last three days. <laughs> I'm trying to stay zen. <laughs> I'm in bed right now. I'm in my little, my little planning nest for the beach trip that we'll be getting into here momentarily. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it's been, it's been crazy, but yeah, no, it all kind of started with Tampa and that goddamn track that he had I didn't know it was going to be a a track I forget what kind it is something I don't know Mm -hmm. the thing is a rust bucket it was horrible but you know I I wanted to encourage him to figure out how to work on it and all that kind of stuff so it was a Sunday afternoon he was at my house it was really beautiful out we were uh wrenching out in my backyard and I think that's when I'd been riding a lot at that point. The weather had been really nice here. And
0: <clears throat> and where's here and where, oh, like, what right, year yeah. is this? What part of the world are we at?
1: Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Right
0: they had held um, a cigarette at one point. I don't smoke anymore.
1: It is the Camel City. Uh, okay. R.J. Reynolds rules everything around here.
0: I imagine um, so.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm a Detroit girl, actually, born and raised. And I moved down here for college. And then... Uh,
0: you said I, "fuck the Midwest winters." I ain't going back.
1: I, well, actually, I don't. I don't mind the cold. <laughs> do
0: you remember what twenty below is like?
1: Yeah, but you know, I mean, it gets too it kills.
0: A- it literally kills you. Okay.
1: <laughs> it 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 does. Well, we didn't quite have that in Detroit like you do up in uh, Minnesota.
0: But, oh sure
1: oh <laughs> well, sure eh yeah oh
0: yeah my guy my la- see i always want like i i'm an <laughs> asshole but i don't want to say my gal to the girls because i feel like a real fucking asshole when i say that so like, <laughs> okay whatever
1: this is safe here this is safe here we're in a safe I'm-
0: zone my gal there we go and then i feel like i'm talking to my mom because her name's Gale, so it's all fucked up
1: <laughs> my problem is though now after uh being in the south since 2007 i'll be like hey you guys <laughs> what, y'all, what are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? And the two just hybrid. And I'll have, you know, some people are like, oh, you know, my Detroit friends are like, oh wow, you picked up a southern accent. And then down oh, yeah, here you are did. like, they're like, you sound so northern. And it's just, I don't know what I am anymore. Whatever. <laughs> so. But uh yeah, so we were we were working on our mopeds and um I was draining uh the what was it that I was draining? the clutch that's what it was okay i tipped it over and it was this weird color and chunks started coming out of it and i was yes. like i was like I, I was like that's not right <laughs> and then i took it apart and i realized um you know if anybody knows anything about uh sax clutches or at least this is the way they are in the 505s mm-hmm. there are these plates yep plates. plates and this little yep. bell thing and whatnot well one of the plates had cracked and it was just little shards of oh, the yeah. plate. And I was just like, no, no. Are you serious? Where is it? And I was trying to like piece it back together and I saw <laughs> in all the parts. And I was like, okay, there's a hunk of it somewhere. And I have no idea where it went because yeah. it definitely wasn't in there. <laughs> yeah. So um, so I was a little frustrated. So I was like, oh God, Alex. I was like, let's just, let's just stop and go, you know, to the bar and have a drink and not think about it. And I had yeah. I had my very so you're
0: teaching a first... moped life already, okay, yeah.
1: Yes, and I don't I don't drink that much yeah. to begin with. And I re- and when I do, you know, it's very rare that I will. But I had my first white claw that night. I'm so
0: out. sorry about that.
1: <laughs> it was the white claw mango. I loved it. <laughs> and I was like these are amazing and I just kept drinking the white claws cuz they're, you know, hydrating but yet Sure. <laughs> so, um meanwhile while we're there adolfo hit me up on instagram in the dms because he lives in charlotte and that's about or well he did at the time he's in mm-hmm. Nashville now uh charlotte's about <clears throat> excuse me i need a sip of my tea as well
0: there we go we'll have a mid mid talk coffee break here
1: yes <sighs> Ooh, my north carolina allergies are starting to hit right now too so oh, yeah. everything's crazy but uh yeah charlotte's about <clears throat> an hour south of here and he's like are you going to the Tampa rally we've we've only t- talked on the internet for 2 years at the point we had never met yeah. in person and um i was like ah, and i was like oh i'd really like to that sounds awesome <laughs> and i think like everybody else after a winter of being in the north and from everywhere else you know it's yep. like oh man that's totally a moped spring break i want to <laughs> definitely want to go to that yeah, but literally just an hour previously to that, I'm like, okay, well, this tax isn't going anywhere mm-hmm. <laughs> anytime <laughs> soon. Um, and I said to him, I was like, yeah, but I do not have a functioning bike right now. And he
0: like 90% of the people at the rally, don't worry about it. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> and um, his problem was he didn't have a way of getting down there, and he was selling the Honda Senda or no, what is it? S- Derby senda. Derby senda. Thank you. Sorry. No worries. Picked up up something else on the way back up back home after that. But um yeah, so he's like, I gotta sell this senda back to Conan. And he's like, and then I'm buying another bike in Atlanta. And I was like, well, I have there was so
0: much horse trading going on at the Tampa Rally PS. Like, yeah.
1: Oh man. Oh, well, the story of that senda, though, it's gone bad. I don't know who has it anymore at this point if it's in south carolina or if it's in nashville now i think conan just bought it back from adolfo again
0: i want to say i thought he sold it back to him
1: he did did. i was gonna
0: say like because i was in i was at conan's this fall for a ride and i think he sold it back to adolfo and adolfo is a rad guy and like rad guy and cool as fucking is in like for a person who doesn't know him, he can be very intimidating because he is so fucking cool
1: he's he's just like you know when i when I first met him in person i'll get I'll get into that in a moment but his bikes are so clean mm. and just like the the um he he showed me his uh tomos chopper and a I just chopper. asked
0: him about that tonight like oh I'm yeah. like dude, yeah, you gotta talking- get that out like I haven't this- seen anything of it for a year
1: does he still have it? Cause you are yes. asking me. Yeah. And I, I assumed he did. Um, but I remember him showing me that. And I mean, I had seen all sorts of pictures of it, but I never saw it in person and the paint job on that thing. Oh my God. It is sexy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, you have to see the, the paint job on that in person. Wow. Um, but, um, yeah, so, but yeah, him, him and his bikes. Yeah, they're pretty cool. But I mean, if you talk to him in person, I just feel like, you know, he, it's so unsuspecting you know he's just like yeah really chill mellow quiet mm-hmm. guy. and then it's just like god damn the bikes that he pulls out. <laughs> so but uh yeah so that was his issue he didn't have a way to transport anything down there but he had you know 50 cc two-stroke that could ride dubs so we were like perfect let's yeah. do it <laughs> so um yeah the day i went down there to go pick them up uh i drove down there with my uh hitch rack that i have on the back of the jeep and uh we stayed with the dagger boys from nashville who i had just met a few months ago when i was yeah, yeah. Out in nashville i hit them up and um yeah it was i i don't anybody that drove to tampa they probably remember this the thursday before the rally was the day that the entire southeast had all those tornadoes
2: okay
1: i'm <laughs> like i <laughs> I was picking up Adolfo on Thursday morning and I was watching the news at like, I think it was 1130 in the morning and I was going to pick him up around <sighs> noon or one. And That's <laughs> why
0: my flights were delayed. Okay. Yes,
1: yes. And I was just taking a picture of the TV and sending it to him and being like, I don't know if I'm going to get to you on time. Like the entire <laughs> screen was red and it was like 130 mile per hour winds just like a mile north of me.
0: You know what? I mean, if you go 130 into the wind, it cancels out. So you're exactly, good.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So <laughs> it's just like, Oh my God. So I made it, I made it down there and it's just like, you know, this is the first time we're meeting in the, in person, yeah, you know, yeah. and this is, this is so mopeds. Exactly.
0: So- I was going to say that. Cause like <laughs> you can talk to somebody and like, because of mopeds, yep. there's this unspoken weird trust with each other like I don't know what it is
1: Uh exactly and uh you know because my my friends that are non-moped people they're like oh my god you're picking up a guy you met on the internet and going to another state are you crazy yeah (laughs) I was like yeah but you know my parents at this point have known enough about me and my moped journey that they they love it they love it so much my dad oh he's just so excited he's he, uh, he was an electrical engineer and is retired now, but he loves oh, okay. tinkering and building things. He's a private pilot and he's got his own airplane that he just, you know, he wrenches on it like a moped. That's his baby. And it has always blown my mind that he can take that thing completely apart and put it back together and knows how all that works. So I was like, all right. Well, so Amanda,
0: <laughs> let me let me ask you this. Yes. Here on second chance, moped podcast, this is such an unorthodox episode, but I'm okay with that and I'm not going to control it. We (laughs) like to go through people's moped journey. You know, what happened, what it was like, and what it's like, uh, what happened, i.e. the first time you ever got on a moped, what it was like, and then what it's like today. So Amanda, what is your first memory of a moped?
1: Not necessarily
0: getting on, but your first memory, like seeing it, knowing what it was
1: oh god first time knowing what it was yeah um i don't know i i can tell you how i got into it though yeah um, that's fine i don't know if, i i think i knew what they were previously i just didn't pay that much attention to it so so like i said I'm i'm from detroit originally born and raised mm-hmm. and um my best friend childhood best friend from back home uh he's he's not uh god what is detroit calling themselves now it's not mcr whatever they are now
0: yeah (laughs) yeah
1: the something i don't know i can't remember he's not he's not one of those members but his girlfriend uh becky works for detroit moped works okay And they're all kind of like in that crew and everything and so i hadn't seen him for a few years and but like you know i knew everything was like mopeds and stuff Mm -hmm. with them and um
0: Have you seen their YouTube videos? Because they are off the chain right now. Like they're going through like tutorials of E50s, dude. Like Detroit's tearing it up, dude. I can't wait for the summer. Like go there, see the, see the shop. Those guys, yeah. Go support Detroit Moped Works. They are fucking awesome people. And Brooke is a rad spunky girl who is.
1: That's right. I saw you just, you just had her on. Yeah.
0: I had her on a couple months ago. Yeah. Brooke's a rad artsy, great person. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing but love for Brooke. Cool. Are broke people? <laughs> it's a fucking joke the way I spelt her name. Ain't a joke in dyslexia, but that's how she spelt it on Facebook. Leave me alone.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and you know, and like the reality is in this day and age, like so many people know people by their like Instagram names and stuff yeah. like that. You know, like I have friends here in Winston Salem who I've known like pre Instagram. You know, but they their Instagram is. Some other last name like danger or fox or who knows what, and it's like that's not their real name. I know them as whoever, whatever. (laughs) And so, whenever I say that name, they have no clue who I'm talking about, and I'm like, oh god, (laughs) so but um, oh god, where was I? Sorry, the ADD is all over the place right now. Hey, no worries. Um, i'm just so i'm so stoked to be having moped social interaction right now oh my god because yeah, you
0: dipped off the but we'll keep going with your journey yeah, we will get to yeah, yeah. so you, detroit motorworks you see you see the moped culture
1: i was yeah i was up there i um that was summer 2017 2017 i think it was is when i okay. got into it. it was august of that year i was dealing with horrible depression at that yeah. point um you know, I'm very open with my journey and whatnot. That was, it was just, I was not doing good at that Mm -hmm. time. And I just got in my car one day and I drove back home to my parents' house in Detroit. And I was like, I'm not okay. We got to figure out.
0: (laughs) Awesome (laughs) awesome for you. Awesome for you for recognizing that. And awesome that you have parents that are, you have a family that you can go home to. I mean, I, I'm the same situation. My twenties, I struggled with insom- insomnia that I wasn't willing to deal with because of a head injury, because of a car accident when I was 17.
2: That, and you know, that's, and that-
0: that's what caused the depression. That's what caused yeah. everything. And it wasn't until I was humbled enough um, through life to actually accept help from people. Yep.
1: That, you know, that is the exact same thing with me. I think my depression and stuff had always been underlying and it was in 2013 I was in a really horrible car wreck where Mm -hmm. I had a concussion and stuff. And it wasn't until about like a year into therapy after, you know, I realized like, I need to go see someone about all this. Yeah. Um, I brought up, I was like, oh, it's been five years since my car wreck. And she's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, oh yeah, I know this happened. And she's like, did you have a concussion? I was like, yeah. And she's like, aha. She's like, that just, you know, um kind of Amplifies uh, those types of feelings and emotions and stuff like that. And I, I feel like us in the moped community here, there's all kind of that little common bond that we have. I feel like I've I've met a lot of people where mopeds are therapy for them. Mm -hmm. It's their therapeutic outlet. And so that's, that's kind of what I'll get into next here. It's such, for me, I just I love it. It just feels like such a feel good story. Um, Yeah. yeah. So so that was the reason why I was back home in Detroit. Uh, That was a Sunday or a Monday, I think it was, I just got in my car and just started driving and drove 16 hours straight home, <laughs> just yeah. like on autopilot, not even thinking to, it was just like, you know, subconscious is like, that's where you need to go. Yep. And so, um, yeah, so I reached out to a lot of my close childhood friends while I was up there. Mostly, most importantly, my friend Peter, and I hadn't met his girlfriend Becky yet. And he's like, Oh, well, Becky's working today at the moped shop you know, you should go meet her there. And he's like, also, I think you might like these moped things yeah. <laughs> whatever. And I was like, okay, cool. And, um, so we go there, we walk in and, you know, I, I met everybody who was working in the shop. Um, and immediately everybody's like, oh, you've been depressed. You need to ride a moped.
2: Yes. <laughs> so
1: they, uh, took me out back to the parking lot. Um, uh, behind the shop on Michigan Avenue. I don't know if they're still in that location. I know two, three years ago, I think it was, they got a second spot as well that they were going to use. Um, but, uh, yeah, they took me out there and I got on it and it was like, I don't know. I was, I was having fun, but, uh, so (laughs) this is another, another part of the story too, that like, for me was really empowering. Um, down the street from their shop is uh, the God was it? I'm trying to remember what they're called. It's the One Percenters Motorcycle Club, basically the Hell's Angels. Hell's Angels? Not, not Hell's Angels. I'm trying to. Oh, the Highwaymen Club. That's okay. what it is. they're the Highwaymen in Detroit. And you know, most of the buildings in Detroit are uh, dilapidated. Oh. <laughs> I guess you could say. <laughs> or at least in my time growing up there. It's I think it's a little bit different now. Um, and this building was just painted completely black and it had this really cool neon sign on it. It said mm-hmm. the highway man club. And I was like, Ooh, we should go there. Like Johnny Cash, Waylon Jennings. And my friend Peter's like, no, yeah, no.
0: <laughs> you <laughs> not do not go in there.
1: So um, I like to think in my head that maybe, you know, since this is not too far away from there, that these other guys on the corner in the parking lot working on motorcycles and this, you know, hey it's got two wheels it's
0: got two wheels we're all gonna be friends it doesn't (laughs) work like that but that's um
1: you know it was like an old gas station that had been turned into some kind of auto shop or something but it wasn't like you know open to the public it was clearly some kind of private something or other Mm and it's two old white guys with long beards and like you know very intimidating looking with these bikes and i was like i don't know either way they were just giving me looks like
2: what is this girl
1: doing over here And it was just like really freaking me out. You know, I'm trying to figure out I've never ridden a moped before. I've never ridden anything with a throttle or, you know, stuff like that. And so I'm just doing little laps around the block and through the parking lot there. (laughs) And I'm just like, you know, trying to ignore them. All of a sudden I start hearing them yell something, you know, on one of my laps by. And eventually I just heard them being like, yeah, girl, yeah, rip it, rip it. You got it, you got it, girl. And I was just thinking to myself, I was like, you know what you know what you're right I do have it I I've got this under control <laughs> and that's awesome. um, just yeah and I just rode it until it ran out of gas and just oh my god just oh oh the feeling is so great and there's a picture on my Instagram too uh, that my friend Peter took of me after I finished my first ride and it's just like the biggest smile ever that's rad and um so yeah so sorry i get off on story tangents
0: i fucking <laughs> so love story tangents and you'll never hear me cut you off with them i'll interject every once in a while like yeah. minneapolis when we go on a ride like every once in a while we go through the one part of town that we go right by the hell's angels secret club but it's not a secret club mm-hmm. and like they'll all stick their heads up over the fence and like you'll just see all these crusty biker guys like just laughing at all of us yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah
1: but um yeah, it was just, you know, these two old, very, very intimidating looking men, just mm-hmm. like yelling at me and cheering me on after, like, I mean, I, that was probably the lowest point of my life, uh, yeah. you know, four days prior to that. Yeah, yeah. To, to It was just like a complete 180, where it was just like, Ah, you know, and I think I was telling you this the other day on, uh, you know, chatting online or whatnot about the circle of life of highs and lows and whatnot but
2: yeah yeah
1: in wheel of life and uh, um, sometimes you're on the top sometimes you're on the bottom so when you're that
0: that's found you when you needed them and I think yeah I can say for my experience in life they founded me when I needed them like
1: yeah yeah it it was just and just that that feeling of just. M- moped bliss you know i was just yeah. hooked on it and i became obsessed and it was finally something that like i could focus on and mm-hmm. i was just like i have to get one i i i have to- when i get back down to north carolina i just have to get one of these <laughs> what
0: was the first bike you rode then
1: oh god um i would have to the first one they put me on and we tried going was a pook magnum i know that okay. um so maybe that's why i like
0: yeah hey again um, everybody kind of likes their first for the most part unless you got on like a Jawa or something like that yeah. i'm sorry decker
1: <laughs> um so i think i made it about i don't know maybe 20 feet or something on the poop until it pooped out and of course i mean i would have, have known at the time but nobody turned on the pet cock so the gas wasn't flowing Dude, so that <laughs> shit happens
0: all the time <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah and so no one who was I, I can't remember who all was out there looking at it. nobody thought to think oh well did we turn on the gas you know <laughs> so so they just stuck me on another one right away and mm-hmm. i'd have to look at the pictures to see what it was now i just know it was a step through um but uh yeah so i just i just was hooked instantly i was like i have to have one of these and i had known what they were previously from um ty roadie and stuff like that here in town and um there's one other guy here in town that or no there's two more actually one guy that rides the other guy he's got a uh, garage full of them who <laughs> I where know. are you exactly and i am uh, coming with
0: a trailer no i'm joking yeah. <laughs> That's.
1: i know though for for real my buddy clyde lived with him for a while and uh, he's the one other person that I've kind of like ridden mopeds with around town here. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Amanda, you know, he's like, you should just come over to my house and just like take the <laughs> take <these out> of- <laughs> you do so much more with them. So, but um, yeah, and I've, I've tried to get some like moped Monday kind of stuff, uh, or yeah, I think, it, I think it was on Monday nights or something like that. Monday night meetups, there's one place close by here that would have like a taco truck and whatnot and then go for a little ride. So there's a few people, maybe like four, three or four people I think that mm-hmm. came out that actually had mopeds, but it very quickly turned into not a meetup and ride or a meetup and wrench communally together. It turned into bring your moped so amanda can fix it monday nights oh yes <laughs> so, i mean i've i have gotten to know my way around my sacks pretty damn good i'm pretty proud of myself of that i could do anything carb clutch related blindfolded you know that's awesome but no help I yeah because i've had to fix it that many times now over and over and over and over and over again uh but other bikes though you know i mean i I want to work on other ones. So I just know it all. I mean, I, yep. I almost love the tinkering aspect more than the riding. It's, the, think, puzzle. it's I, the puzzle.
0: It's the puzzle is what it is.
1: It's it's that's what I love figuring out and coming, coming back around to the whole uh, depression thing and mm-hmm. the mopeds being therapeutic therapeutic. It was, <clears throat> it was great. So let's see, that was August. I think it was that I rode my first moped. I think it was definitely a month later. I got my sacks um how did you find
0: that did you at this point were you were you still up in detroit or did you migrate kind of back um, home you got kind of the help you needed and moved back home yeah i was
1: up there you know after well basically pretty much an hour after arriving at my parents house that Mm -hmm. day (laughs) i think it was about 6 p.m and i remember calling my mom in tears and i'm I'm an only child too i'm i'm their i'm their baby there's no one else um my parents had been out of town that weekend so they you know we weren't in communications at all they had no idea that i was having this like life breakdown yeah um and i mean it, it was really just kind of brought on by burnout i was just like over committed to too many things mm-hmm. you know i hadn't learned to r- realize when i need to take a step back and slow down so that's that's why i have my aromatherapy right now my green tea while i'm planning all these things that we'll talk about <laughs> later But uh, yeah, it wasn't until like an hour after I got there, all of a sudden I realized like, holy shit, I'm in Detroit. What did I do? (laughs) Just like you know. Um, But yeah, so I was up there I think for a week or so. You know that it was like okay, you know, let me just take some time off right now. Clearly, Mm -hmm. I need a moment to just stop and breathe because I was just in my professional career, I had this huge, I, you know, I work for myself. It's it's just me. I mm-hmm. don't have any employees or anything. So I had this huge client project that I'd been working on since for, I think, like six or seven months at that point. And, you know, I was uh, on a board of directors for another professional organization that was a volunteer position that was a lot of work and just... Yep. I was working. funny how that
0: works out how those volunteer jobs fucking are the most stressful ones ever i
1: don't really, even get
0: me going about the yeah. volunteer oh.
1: well you know i mean honestly though that 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 one was a huge honor for 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 me especially for being so young and mm-hmm. in my career path that like i got you know i didn't choose to do it i got elected into it and then people voted on it and i was like oh well shit i can't not say no can't say no now
0: no so. have you learned with volunteer quote unquote people can't see no. this air bunnies you can always say no like I yeah, many yeah. times in certain non-profit sectors that I'm a part of like I will tell them no you are not trapping me in the list because yeah no <laughs>
1: <laughs> I loved it though you, you know overall I got a lot of really great things out of it um like you know how to plan large-scale events <laughs> very well um and yeah there's a lot of travel and stuff involved with that too which was fun but anyways back to the mopeds
2: yeah yeah so. <laughs> no worries my gal um,
0: <laughs> but uh
1: oh god where was i yeah you were so, just
0: getting back home you were
1: I, yeah it was a few You, a few, you yeah, kind of
0: chilled out you're going back you're looking for your like sacks
1: but by the time I, you know, a week later when I was getting on the road back down to North Carolina, I was like talking to people. I was like, I live in a city that's hilly. Like, you know, I really like the top tank when I was sitting on the step throughs. I just like, you know, I'm really tall and I've got long legs and I just like my knees, my knees being able to touch when I was riding just like freaked me out. I like to kind of like have something that I can just kind of hold on to a little bit more. that's, That's more so why I like the top tanks. Um, cause just, yeah, going fast on a step-through bike, for me, on a little seat, I just feel like, oh, my God, I'm flying and not in a good way.
2: <laughs>
1: so, um, and, I, you know, my backside's a little bit larger, too, so a little bit bigger seat's kind of kind not
2: there you <laughs> go. more
1: secure. So those, you know, those are my requirements. I knew I wanted top tank, and I needed something. I knew I wanted it to be stock because you know it was going to be my first bike i didn't want something that you know i'd be getting i, I wanted to figure out how it works first before i knew how to improve upon it mm-hmm. um yeah and then just something that could climb hills easily and so you know a couple other friends that i knew uh down here that had had mopeds in the past and stuff they recommended the g3 um yeah. i was like okay well you're like one d and um, they're like the clutch on that. That's the
0: only thing I know about the sacks. You want the 505-1D, 505, yeah. 505 505. otherwise throw them in the trash.
1: Yep. And um, so that was kind of, I was just like, all right, well, that's what I'm going to look for. It was just like, you know, I, I make decisions real fast usually. So I was just like, oh, yeah. this, this and this. And I was like, all right, let's go with it. That's the best solution. Got it. So I uh, I can't remember what it was. It was like some app that looks at every craigslist ad or whatever in the country um i can't remember what it was and it was something that where you just type in the keywords so i was just looking for sacks you know g3 or whatever and i found a guy in ohio um
0: back to what andy says andy Strout from the zeros all mopeds go to die in ohio
1: yes well yeah (laughs) this one i don't think ever left ohio i think it was (laughs) here forever um (laughs) And I've, I've heard stories from people, too, about some um, big mopeds shop or hoard of parts or something, some guy that used to have a bicycle shop there, like, back when mopeds were a thing. Mm-hmm. And when he died, all of a sudden, it was just, like, this plethora of <laughs> mopeds. It seems like at some point in time, though, everybody's moped that I know has somehow gone through Ohio in some yeah. way or another. <laughs> so, um, and of course, as with every first moped, you don't really know, uh, how much you should be paying for one. So yeah. I think he originally had it listed for 2000 and my friend and I were able to talk him down to a thousand for it, for a thousand dollars for him to transport it to my backyard here in North Carolina.
0: You know what? So, That's not terrible. And I'll say this, I can't, I don't know what the sax market is, but any top tank pook, delivered you don't have to go get it yeah. in a different state a thousand bucks isn't terrible i don't think that's bad at yeah. all and especially like again i'll say it the sax i think is the best looking top tank like in my opinion uh, people sexy. can fucking hate me all they want like
1: it's so sexy it's a really that
0: that sexy. fucking red and white oh. on there fucking oh. looks so good God,
1: it looks i mean so
0: it's good. no hobbit but i mean it looks good
1: oh man i love the hobbits too there is one other it, this was Maybe but you know what?
0: The '78s are still my favorite. With the with the white tank, the white but on the, yellow, like
1: the yellow. Yes, yes. Oh my god. Yeah, I'll have to share. Uh, I think it's on my Instagram. It was after like a year or two after I got into mopeds when I was back home in Detroit. Uh, someone in the Detroit area, an older guy, brought in two minty perfect yellow Honda Hobbits that he had had. You know, he bought them new back in the day. they were
0: called they were called um husband and wife models because generally they're a serial number two apart i had a pair of those my um my cousin gave to me and i crashed one and almost died on one but whatever you know that one's behind my shop now
1: yeah (laughs) but uh yeah and they the the kicker for me yeah maybe it's because i'm an interior designer so i love things coordinating and a theme Mm -hmm. and whatnot um they just had these matching yellow panniers that were just like it was just so cute and the two the the fact of the two of them next to each other I was just like that is adorable oh my god those are like I want one of those and I don't you know I've probably told just about everyone at this point but like one of my dream bikes uh and it's you know these are never never for functionality it's more so for aesthetics with me I think Mm -hmm. is a yellow hobbit with wire baskets on the backside, and you might since you're in the midwest you might be familiar with uh better made potato chips that are out of detroit that that might be a detroit only thing
0: i think it is Um, because like mostly we have like old dutch in minnesota
1: yeah um so so better made uh potato chips is like a classic detroit thing and the the normal ones just coming in this yellow bag with like the same design from the 30s and i'm just like oh my god a little yellow hobbit with wire baskets filled with little bags of yellow you know better made chips that i can like throw to people as i ride down the street (laughs) and i could name them i could name the moped tater chip tater oh shit that's beautiful (laughs) so so that i just you know one one day that will come to fruition so but uh until then i got a couple other other bikes i gotta work on first before i obtain that
0: that that's mopeds right there i want to build this one but i got five others in the pipe
1: yeah oh man yeah i've got oh oh my god it's a sickness i have so many in my basement now just parts. how many, how many well, not, are you up to not, not bikes i mean i only have two complete bikes but i think now at this point with parts and things like that oh god who knows it was a year ago um year ago right now i think it was like a year ago today uh i drove out to nashville uh joe from the daggers had posted on moped army that he was like selling a bunch of like garbage basically yeah (laughs) you know moped let me
0: sell you my trash yeah yeah
1: and he's you know it was stuff he had been collecting that he just like didn't have the heart to throw away like just because like it's like uh, you know yeah and um he lists he's like you have to take it all you know like
0: i think uh, i remember this ad
2: yeah
1: yes, there there's a few people that wanted it and I hit them up right away because I, I had been out to their shop so I had seen some of the stuff floating around and um like I said here no one else plays mopeds so there's no one nearby that I can be like hey do you happen to have a spare washer or something that could fit on this that I could like you know MacGyver to fit onto this or whatnot I I don't have that whenever I need a part or something like mm-hmm. that it's not something I can get at Home Depot or Harbor Freight I gotta like you know well dose cycles is pretty good about sending stuff real quick but still though i want that like instant satisfaction of going to my my room of random things and just you know pulling off what i need so i didn't really have that at that point i had a small collection of sacks things so i was like yes i will i will gladly take all of that and i think i spent probably four or five hundred dollars between gas, the Airbnb, and like meals for my friend that had a, you know, a a Ford Transit van to go out there and pick up all this stuff to buy $100 worth of trash just to take home, you know, because like he he just like didn't feel right, you know, scrapping all of these old, you know, I think I have probably, if anybody needs an old pook pipe for, you know, an art project or something, not functionality, but for art projects, I got you i got I got, I got you probably 20 or 30 times over now <laughs> so, <laughs> um but yeah no it's come it's come in handy having all that stuff i don't really need just for i mean it, for me just like you know pulling electronics and some things i can salvage and fix is totally worth it for me yeah, yeah. So. um and my non-moped friends that come over now i feel like they look at it all and they're like oh wow Amanda is like really serious about this. Look at how much stuff she has. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) But really, I'm just like, oh, you have no idea. That is just all trash. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it looks like stuff, and we'll just, you guys just keep on thinking it's functional. It's really not. But yeah,
1: you think that's all like really cool, rare, vintage things? No, no. Well, I've
0: got, I've gotten to the point with myself. Like, I just, I'll throw cylinders away. I'll throw broken shit away. Like, I just fuck it. I'm not gonna except for like stuck pistons like i'll keep those and put those on the wall of sacrifice but like other than that nope it all goes in the trash like i'm not gonna fucking hoard this shit like i
1: you know if if i if i moved out of my well i have an apartment but it's in this big old victorian house Mm -hmm. um so it's kind of kind of like my own house i mean i have other neighbors but we have a pretty big basement downstairs and um this neighborhood that i live in at the turn of the century was like the fancy part. Well, it still is a fancy part of Winston Salem, but all the houses for the most part had uh carriage garages built in underneath. Okay. And they had yeah. stables at the end of the street where you kept your horse and you kept your carriage and underneath your house. Awesome. So I think what originally I kind of had first set up as my moped shop was originally the carriage garage at nice. my house. So it was it was kind of a perfect little spot. The only thing is the way it had gotten insulated, there was like no air ventilation. So if I was working on something in there, the fumes would get crazy. So oh, yeah. um, at the start of quarantine last year, I kind of moved things around in the basement and moved to a more bigger practical area. That's got really cool gable windows that open up so I can put oh, shit, in that's there awesome. And vent it. So, yeah, so I have, you know, I mean, I have like a thousand square feet of, you know, 100 year old basement space that, you know, cause my other three neighbors that live in this house they do not go down there they are terrified of that it's, well
0: especially it's, since you hauled all that moped trash they're probably yeah worried.
1: that that too i mean one it looks like a cave because part of it is a dirt floor built oh, yeah. on like a granite foundation so there's like rocks and stuff i've always called it my brap cave
0: oh shit <laughs> so, haven't, um, haven't you been listening brap is dead like,
1: <laughs> I don't, I don't care. It's just, it's my, it's my little space. It's my little sanctuary. So. There you go. But um, yeah, you know, if I was to move someplace else, though, I think I would definitely probably get rid of some of these, things, <laughs> some of these things and let them go. But for now, you know what? They're okay where they are.
0: Exactly. So. You never know when you can use them, and you never know when you're gonna. Exactly. Yeah. Like, don't, don't let me give you too much shit about that.
1: Who knows? And in my line of work too, for interior design and whatnot, you know. Oh like, yeah. I could give some pieces to a friend or weld together and I could easily sell it to a client for like a thousand bucks and just be like, look at this custom artwork made of Eastern European.
0: (laughs) Then you can give all the daggers even more shit. See, you shouldn't be throwing out your trash.
1: Yeah. I'm just like, all of this was made in Slovenia. You can't. else is gonna have this vintage
2: (laughs) via
0: 2012
1: (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah so anyway so so mopeds but yeah i I don't even know if i got to my one point though about wrenching on mopeds as therapy just those are really cool unexpected uh byproduct i guess you could say of getting into it was that really helps me on my journey you know not just the people oh my god the moped people are like the most amazing people ever for for the most part um but uh yeah there's something really satisfying about when for me when i'm stressed out or if i can't figure out other things or i'm working on a tough project i can go downstairs to my mopeds i can wrench i can you know be like okay why is my carb you know why or why is my float flooding everywhere who knows whatever little issue is and i can sit there and i can work through it and it's a mechanical process of like you know step a b c d blah 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 and exactly um, for for me i think it's just so cool that like the whole problem might just be a little tiny clog in your jet that little that little itsy bitsy tiny thing if it's not in line with everything else the whole system's out of whack and talk about metaphors for life oh my god and um so that that satisfaction of feeling like you know that that feeling of not being able to fix anything in your life, but then you go and you fix your moped and it works and it starts up first kick mm-hmm. and not just like feeling of like giddiness and satisfaction of like I did this, you know. That or
0: even when you're inching towards the solution. Like mm-hmm. that's even like the that's just something I've been fighting the last week or so. Just yeah, I'm getting a bike dialed in. It's like every yep. change I know is making progress one way or the other and that's you know it's never from my experience especially and you probably can identify it's never just one thing it's not i mean every once in a while but like it's a lot of little things in metaphor for life that you have Mm -hmm. to change to make something whole and complete again you're you're building this life of trash moped parts and you're meeting adolfo like i didn't know what his damn name was forever i was just the cool guy with really fucking rad tattoos like oh yeah i did i didn't know i didn't know his name up until like a month or two ago i swear to god
1: i guess he does have quite a few tattoos like that's funny me saying that because like he's got them
0: in odd spots
1: on his face but (laughs) yeah i guess you know i know so many people with tattoos i'm kind of immune to it Mm -hmm. (laughs) so but
0: um and again super cool super nice guy
1: yeah yeah he's you know he's uh you know i was telling um oh god roller cat or cats or whatever on uh instagram uh uh blue smoke two smokes girlfriend
0: exactly like we know all these folks nobody knows each other's names anymore like all
1: these all these people and um you know i mean i was i was talking to her today on instagram um asking them if I was going to maybe see them in the near future at something and I said to her I said I'm so excited about meeting you and Benny in person I was was just like I'm like I've been talking to him for a few years now like on Instagram like Adolfo and him and I'm trying to think of god who else I mean so many people have helped me on Instagram and walked me through things because I mean it's just like I said before it's just me here I don't have people to you know go over to their house and pick their brain about this stuff i gotta yep. figure it out on my own and if not you know i'm like yeah, okay
0: and that shows that's so fucking rad it shows your love and passion for this stupid little yeah thing we all have discovered like yeah. it's not you're <laughs> not you're in it for the love of mopeds if i as i will say
1: they're not so enough. silly they're so yeah. silly and fun and just you know but i mean i was telling her uh you know, on Instagram tonight, I said, I'm so excited to finally meet you guys in person, you know, kind of just like, it's a long time coming. I said, you know, he, he's helped me walk me through, through Instagram DM so many times on little things on my bike that like, I was totally clueless on, like, why is my carburetor spilling gas all over the place? What is going on? And like, I just, I mean, I clearly remember the night, like him talking me through how to like, uh like blow through it and whatnot to get the actuator to see if it was moving properly and whatnot and i wouldn't even if i was reading directions or watching a youtube video or something you know online without having that person-to-person interaction of being like wait am i doing this right wait that's not what's happening (laughs) i would never have been able to figure it out like you know i mean it's it's really thanks to him for that that i mean for me at the time that was just like the biggest issue i was having with my bike um and i was like oh god so yeah it's just you know internet friends and stuff like that and oh mm-hmm. god especially at the tampa rally too when i got down there and started putting names to faces and was being like oh you're that person like i okay i know who you are and i'm like oh man yes so yeah, um, yeah it's just i think
0: i think we i don't even know if we talked at the tampa rally like i, I was just so. i was in bliss i was the guy limping around if you remember a guy with a fucking bad limp that was me and that was the guy was sleeping in the parking lot all weekend
1: oh man I, you know i i know well the video that you sent me the other day the video from the tampa rally there was a picture of
0: you and adolfo
1: yeah. oh yeah there, i was in there a couple of times but there was one of you and me together and i think it was conan
0: yes it was one fucking oh. tampa steve ran his ass out of gas yeah, like that's why, what that's why was. we stopped at that park because like we all kept telling him. Hey, Steve, we need gas. He's yeah. like, no, dude, I'm good.
1: You're <laughs> like, no, but we're not good. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> like that. And then I had to, dude, I was so, I hadn't showered in like a day. I was greasy. Yeah. I was gross. I had to yeah. fucking pee so bad. I went into like Lululemon where they sell some fucking yeah. really super nice yoga pants. I'm like, hey, I kept I, I, I was obnoxious about. and loud. And like, I just, yeah. like I am right now. And I went and peed in their bathroom. Like, I didn't care. I was ready to pee in the damn fountain.
1: Oh man. Oh I just I'm sorry. I just looked in my tea and there's an ant in my tea. Oh I'm
0: sorry about that.
1: Oh gosh. Okay, That's sorry. protein.
0: Don't worry about it. Sorry. Do we gotta take a little break?
1: No, we're fine. I've got okay. another beverage here. i just <laughs> I didn't mean to go off topic there. I just looked down and I was like I think this
0: whole podcast has been <laughs> off topic, but I'm okay with that. It's rad. Fine it getting really to is. chat with you a bit. I, yeah, no, that was fucking that was a rad. It was a fun time and it shows us um. Yeah it shows us even with the minimal planning if you get enough rad people together anything can be fun
2: yes
0: and yeah. and we did meet there and like i again i don't know it's the madness of m- moped rallies we're like yeah everybody's grabbing everybody's instagrams and then like i said earlier <laughs> in the podcast we start chatting and talking a little bit and then all of a sudden yeah, you fell off the face of the earth yeah why don't you tell people like kind of where you went <laughs> at least so- tell- where the fuck you went because like we I know. didn't talk for like nine months up until I Sunday.
1: I God, has it been that long? I guess so. Holy shit, it has been. Um <laughs> sorry, can I swear on this? but yes. okay. Right? Yes, okay. here at Second Chance
0: <laughs> World Headquarters, we have a heavy editing process. Yeah, I don't <laughs> fucking care.
1: <laughs> um I'm trying to think after, after the rally. Yeah. I mean, that was just such a, such a high, especially just the getting there too. It was such an yeah. epic journey of arriving yeah. um, and just that weekend. And I mean, for me, it was wonderful because I didn't have the stress of a bike or anything like that to worry about. I was just like hopping on the back of people's bikes. Like I was on uh, Conan's uh, what what was it that he had an African twin there that he had just bought or whatever. Yep. I was happy. I was on cloud nine. I was just like, this is the best thing ever. Came home, was on that moped high for, like, another month or so after that. Um, And then the world
0: fucking shut down.
1: It did. It really did. And I was supposed to. I was supposed to
0: go to fucking Red Bull all the way. I was supposed uh, to go to Europe and go ride mopeds in Holland. Oh. oh, Yeah.
1: That sounds so awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah um yeah i was supposed to go learn how to become a master seat weaver and chair caner <laughs> i know a very random random thing yeah but, uh, restoration i uh for
0: that's fucking you know, rad as hell but like
1: it is, it is. it's a it's an old folk art form and actually the only school in north america to learn how to do that happens to be in that Apple Apple. Ooh. I almost went northern there for a moment. Oh, so sure. The Appalachian Mountains. It's. I was going to say. Ooh, oh, my God. It, is it
0: going to be somewhere in Pennsylvania with the Amish by any chance?
1: No, 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 no. Okay. Here, here in North Carolina, uh, Asheville, North Carolina, which okay. is a really artsy town and whatnot. There's a.
0: Come on. North it's North Carolina. It can't be that. No, I'm just busting jobs. Don't
1: a- Asheville is probably the closest thing to Portland, Oregon on the east coast. (laughs) So it's just like a bunch of like artsy weirdos there. It's like it's where all the artists went to and there's a oh god. Yeah. We'll save that story for another day. But um yeah, so I was supposed to do that in May and June, go up there and take an intensive workshop, uh, an apprentice with them. And then uh where I live here in North Carolina, it's the furniture capital of the world. And there's this huge uh it's basically like what Milan or Paris fashion week is to the fashion industry that's what the high point furniture market is to the furniture industry I mean it's like a big thing with mm-hmm. lots of international people coming in and I live for that twice a year I love it it happens every well it's supposed to happen every April and October so okay. you know by <laughs> April well that didn't happen <laughs> and then mm-hmm. my chair caning workshop just didn't work out and so i i am a planner i like having a plan and i like having a backup plan and so like nothing i was just like okay all right well let's just go with the flow, <laughs> flow yeah. now. um and i also got into a cattle herding about about that time
0: i saw your video i'm like is this shit for real this <laughs> is fucking awesome because like i used to get drunk in southern minnesota and try to fucking you know what Cow yeah. tips is a goddamn myth. We tried so many fucking times. It's a goddamn myth. You cannot well, do it.
1: Actually, well, it, I won't give away the secrets of being a real life cowgirl now. I, well, I don't like calling Well, the secret a is you
0: can't be drunk and 17 and trying to think you're sneaking up on a cow. It's probably some you of it. You
1: cannot so. sneak up on a one-ton animal. <laughs> so, but, uh, you know, I, I don't consider myself a cowgirl. I feel cattle woman is more (laughs) appropriate, (laughs) but it it was really completely accidental. I mean, I'm born and raised Detroit. I don't know shit about (laughs) or anything like that, but my best friend here in North Carolina, um, his family has always done cattle for like 200 years cows. Mm -hmm. And they just do cows now because that's what they've always done. It's something they do on the side and it's just him and his uncle. Well, february of last year his uncle was extremely sick not with covid he had um some kind of brain infection so oh, my, my friend james was left to deal with the cows on his own and i mean he's a he's a bartender and he writes a column for uh, a newspaper at the time and stuff mm-hmm. so now are these
0: like free range cows or are these feedlot cows
1: these these are these are like which these, one is it creme de la creme of like free-range grass-fed cows oh wow so we usually have about uh and they're these these cows are not milk cows these are mm-hmm. these are um uh, you know crop cows i guess you they're could. beef cattle they are beef cattle well, yes. i go see
0: i grew up in so- southern minnesota and like my babysitter we mm-hmm. raised chickens like mm-hmm. she had i think 50 60 chickens her husband um had 300 head of cattle Uh, they were, they far, they were farmers as well. They had about 500 acres Mm -hmm. and they didn't sell their grain and everything went to the cattle. Like, I mean, if you're vegan and vegetarian, I totally respect your lifestyle, your lifestyle. It's a healthy way to go. I'm not here to pass judgment, but like, that was how I grew up. I grew up butchering chickens. I grew up like chasing cattle into semi-trailers. I grew up My former stepdad was a hog farmer five in the fucking morning, sorting hogs. Like I did all that stuff. So like,
1: yeah, it's wild. I mean, and like I said before, I am a city girl through and through (laughs) like, so uh, but at that time though, I mean, he's, he is my, one of my best ride or die friends. And he suddenly is having to take care of, you know, a hundred some cows on 600 acres solely by himself yep and i was like dude you can't go out there and take the i mean it's a hilly area too and i was like you you are not taking that tractor out there by yourself with no one else yeah i'm coming out there to help you and for for years i've tagged along with him just to like you know go look for rocks or whatever not to help out with the cows it's just pretty so i knew the lay of the land already so i didn't give him much choice Mm -hmm. um so while his uncle was sick i started helping out and you know the first thing that we had was uh a, a calf that was having d- the the mama cow was struggling to birth it and i'm not going to get into the yeah. details here but i've done some pretty gnarly things that i never what? thought i would do in my life so-
0: <laughs> but think about that is in like getting totally away from all pets but like yeah. to save yeah. another animal's life you you don't think about what's going on you just react and that's
1: nope that's
0: that's human instinct and that's
1: Mm -hmm. yeah yep and um you know i mean i if i get a cut on my hand or something and i bleed a little bit i look at it and i'm like with these cows they can do any i have seen oh god you don't want to know what vultures can do to us oh i know exactly
0: what they can don't worry about that like
1: yeah oh man um yeah but you know they're kind of mopeds in a way kind of prepared me for like you know just getting down and dirty and just being like we gotta get it done (laughs) so um it turns out though that i actually have a real knack for cows and uh (laughs) that's so fucking rad it is so i started helping out with them a lot and uh you know i mean these are these are free range cows these Mm -hmm. are really happy cows out there so learning how to uh Heard them and whatnot and the cool thing is these cows don't know about horses they're afraid of them so we have to use like four wheelers and stuff and so i'm oh, like uh, i was like why don't we get like dirt pads and, <laughs> and heard yes. them because you know? <laughs> they wouldn't be afraid of those they're totally used to that sound so. they'd fucking
0: be running from a dirt pad that'd be <laughs> rad
1: no they when they hear the sound of like a two-stroke or anything like that they get mm-hmm. so excited they think that it means sweet feed is coming. Oh, okay. they're yeah, get yeah. Treat, so they run for it. They love it. I've had my moped <laughs> out there and when I've cranked, I mean they 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 get the they're like, oh oh we're gonna get the good stuff now. <laughs> <laughs> so, um yeah so it just kinda you know once COVID really hit and you know we were all in lockdown and I had nothing else going on it, you know the cows were really taken off. They had a lot of they they needed more help out there. Yep. And, um, you know, it was extremely therapeutic for me to be able to go and get out of my house and go. Exactly.
0: Especially during like the that. lockdown periods.
1: Yes. So, and yeah, so when you asked me the other day, where did you go? And I was like, oh, well, you know, my, my grandfather died over the summer, which was, that was a crazy thing too, mm-hmm. with family stuff and everything. But I completely forgot to mention cows to you. That's a huge part of my life now is these, these damn cows. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I love them. They're 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 yeah. moo They're my moo heads. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So that's, that's kind of I guess what has led up to this point now. So <laughs>
0: So you get this and we'll, we'll you mm-hmm. talked about the cows, you talked about yeah. getting into that. Um so how did this germ and we'll everybody we're gonna have a separate deal on this um we already talked about this we're gonna have a more informational podcast after this but how did this germ of an idea happen Uh, i mean just like literally it just it it fucking manifested and sparked like a wildfire i saw that go up i'm like oh i knew instantly this is going to be fucking big
1: I don't know what I did I didn't mean to I really 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 did not mean to do this you know my my friend that I was telling you about uh Peter Franco the one who got me into the the one that made me get on a moped for for him and Becky both of them I got it in Detroit moped works like the without them I would not be here right now so
0: it's all Detroit's fault again okay
1: yeah sure Blame (laughs) (laughs) blame it on something um, right before I, uh, you know, got on this call here with you, uh, <laughs> Peter, I guess has been back home in Detroit has been seeing all this stuff on Instagram or whatnot. And, you know, hi, Peter and Becky. Hello. <laughs> I, I miss you guys. I know I'm, I am terrible at communicating with people when I've got stuff going on in my world. I just, you know, yeah, I just focus on what's ahead. And f- for me, mopeds are, you know, a secondary Therapeutic outlet. So when I've got like important shit I got to do, sometimes unfortunately they get put on the back burner. Hey, but not... you
0: prioritize life. I mean, it happens. Don't yes. worry about it.
1: Yes. But I will tell you right now, don't worry. Things are not on the back burner. Mopeds are <laughs> on all the burners <laughs> right now, um which is actually a pretty, pretty good thing because uh, I, I currently have no client projects going on. The last batch of baby calves have all been born. So I don't have well, to go let's
0: out let's talk about this. Like, how did this happen? How did like how? I don't
1: I don't, like, I, I don't know, but uh yeah, what I was trying to say was Peter messaged me, he's like, Did you start a moped rally? That's all he said to me. And I just responded back to him. I said Franco, I don't know what I did. <laughs> I, and I was like, I swear to God, I didn't mean to. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I'm just like, and and seriously, like for for two days now, I've been trying to figure out. And I was like, I'm like, what the hell did I say? What did I do? Like, what, how?
0: I think we can blame Jess for this, to be honest with you, because no. she posted it on her Facebook wall.
1: But that that was our
0: our Instagram
1: that was, that was later on though. I mean, at that point we already had pretty much a beach house full of people Yeah. at that point. It just started going, I think. So I, I have um my moped Instagram, and then I have like my personal one. Mm-hmm. And like years back when I really started getting into mopeds, my normal friends were just like, Amanda, too much for the mopeds. Boy, boy with the mopeds. That's too much. <laughs> so I was like, all i right, right, I'll, I'll do something separate for that. And um, it was two years ago. Uh, It will actually be the two year anniversary this weekend that we're planning this for. Uh, I went down to Carolina Beach. I'd always wanted to take my moped down there and cruise around. I've gone down there a bunch of times over the last decade that I've lived Mm -hmm. down here. And I'm like, man, that would be a perfect place just to like go and just like cruise and like mellow stuff and everything. So my parents always come to visit me for holidays since I'm, I'm the only kid. So instead of them coming here to Winston, which they've done so many times, I can't show them anything else here. Yep. I uh, kind of had an alternative motive. They didn't know this, but I totally planned this family trip so that I could ride mopeds at the beach. Hell
2: yeah!
1: it goes even deeper than that. This is how much of a planner I, I am. I was like, well, oh, my dad has a pickup truck. That means if I take the ferry over to Southport and I break down, he can come pick me up. <laughs> I was like, so uh so so dad
0: picked you up is what you're saying because you broke down because you have a mobile. i never
1: did i never did awesome good
0: (laughs) you're a better mechanic than me that's fucking rad
1: you know there there was almost one time and actually i should warn people about um no seums which is something we have down here on the carolina coast i don't know what they are they're like they're not fleas and they're not like mosquitoes but they bite and they itch and they are horrible because like i you know, when I was trying to exit the ferry I, on one of my trips coming back from this other part of the area, I couldn't get the, you know, it's a 35 minute ferry. So, you know, I turned off the bike on the mm-hmm. ride back and I couldn't get it to start back up. And it was like kind of really embarrassing being the last person coming off the ferry and everybody like looking at me because I've got this cherry red thing. People don't know if it's a motorcycle. They don't know yeah, if yeah. it's a bike, dude, the ferry guys there were, I cannot... These guys are going to be so excited when they see us down there. Like I was just one person. Yeah. If <laughs> there's like going to be more than one, they're going to be like, "Whoa, this is neat." Um but it was just like really embarrassing. I'm very visible. I've got that, you know, silver sparkle fleck <laughs> helmet with a rose tinted bubble shield.
0: It's so yeah, yeah very
1: yeah. noticeable. So it was very noticeable when I couldn't get my bike to start and mm-hmm. I had to pedal it like a bicycle off the ferry. So um, I took it over to the side and usually my first go-to thing is like, okay, it's probably either something like throttle or uh, probably carbureted. Every issue yep. I have seems to be based around my carb. That wasn't it. You know, I cleaned the jets, everything. And I was like, oh damn. And it ended up being my spark plug. And I had been waiting for this day to happen. That was the first time I ever had a, well, I shouldn't say have to first time I thought to changed my spark plug since purchasing the bike which was yeah. probably i should be doing that more often <laughs> so, but it had been fine if, you know if it ain't broke don't fix it so there you go um it just ended up simply being my spark plug but it took me about 45 minutes of wrenching in the grass to realize that but i'm very good and thorough i've got like my little you know look at pictures online i i come prepared i have a mini manual that i printed out and laminated That's of so the sacks. Awesome engine manual in case I break down somewhere where I don't have internet service so I can like look at the diagram maps of how things fit together I'm such a nerd way
0: better planner than me I just start throwing (laughs) cash at it and hopefully I'll fix it yeah
1: so but I always carry uh you know I just carrying a spare uh, spark plug with me I carry like a little jar of uh fast orange you know if I yeah Though, such well, a
0: planner that's so fucking rad
1: well i'll tell you though all of these things come from experience there was one time i was taking my sacks out you know i was like i'll just ride down like a mile away to a place to go get a sandwich and halfway there of course the bike like breaks down so i was like okay i gotta fix it and i got atf all over my hand yeah My, i hate i hate transmission fluid the smell of transmission fu- fluid i think is the worst smell in the entire world which is probably a good thing,
0: but (laughs) I I feel that way only with, uh, antifreeze.
1: Oh God. See, antifreeze doesn't bother me that much, but, but you know, the, the automatic transition fluid, you know, I had it on my hands. I thought I got it mostly cleaned up. I didn't really notice it until I go to this place by myself to go get dinner. And I'm sitting at the bar section. So the chef is right there looking at me while I'm eating my sandwich and I'm just like taking a bite and like dirty hamburger. (laughs) No, like my hands were clean i'd washed them like five million times but the scent was still there oh, okay. and i didn't realize it at first and i like kept taking a bite and i put it down like oh god, oh god <laughs> no <laughs> and then i realized you know then i just started s- smelling my hands and i was like oh oh no and i was like do you guys have some lemons <laughs> I was like i need to get the smell off of me it's not you it's me i'm sorry so uh since then i always carry some uh Fast orange or you know orange glow or any of that kind of stuff with me to scrub. That's fucking rad. Stop off, so good tip for yeah. One that likes to ride to go eat.
0: (laughs) So you've been always wanting to do the Carolina Beach ride, yeah. Uh, the,
1: The Carolina Beach thing, yeah. So I have like
0: when when did this like idea to even invite one person on this weekend? Like when did you throw that hook of a line or that net out there? Like, when did this happen? Was it Sunday or Saturday?
1: I think it was, um, like, well, before we got on, I was trying to, like, prepare myself and figure out a timeline. I didn't even realize today's Wednesday already until my phone dinged at me a while ago that it's time to take out the trash. And I was like, whoa, what has, honestly, since since Sunday night, I mean, I'm in my bed right now. This has turned into... Um, I don't necessarily want to call it a rally. I think that might freak people out right now, especially with the pandemic still. It's beach cruise. It's a this is a leisurely, cool kind of just like fun. It's all about yep. like fun and riding. Um, so this and is I think of-
0: some of it is people are getting o- overly excited, including me, because we're seeing everything that's in the news right now. Everything like even in very um, conservative cities, when it comes to The pandemic in Minnesota—they're letting people back into basketball games. I mean,
2: yeah.
0: As I said to somebody at work the other day, you know, everybody's getting really excited because we can see the light at the end of the tunnel, but we don't know if it's a gorilla holding a flashlight. Yeah. So I mean,
2: exactly. I'm still
0: wearing my mask everywhere. I still believe in that. Me
1: too. And um, yeah. So so to get back to what I did. Or what I didn't do, I don't know what happened, guys. I am sorry, and also you're welcome. (laughs) I don't know what happened. I think it was Sunday afternoon, though. I mean, I've been inside a lot. We just had like a crazy two weeks of weather, of it being like snowing and ice storms, to then like 70 degrees two days ago, and my I'm just like. I don't my body doesn't know what the fuck to think at this point. I'm just like, yep. man, you know, and uh Adolfo hit me up. I think it was it last week or whatever. Um, he was passing through Winston-Salem coming back from Richmond from uh I, I guess Lady Kings had a similar incident where I think they started a ride and it just turned into something bigger than that. Yep. yep. Um I don't know. So he went out there. I think he was either selling or buying something maybe from Conan again who knows maybe maybe send us Those
0: two horse traders I think they're selling the same two bikes back and forth to each other
1: Well so okay <laughs> yeah so back to that we started the podcast off with that it was a uh, Adolfo had bought it Adolfo had it and then he was selling it back to Conan like a month later or something yeah. like that And then shortly after that I saw that then once he moved back to Na- or once he moved to Nashville a month later that he Bought it back from Conan, and yeah. so like like went from like North Carolina to Florida to South Carolina, to Nashville to South Carolina to yeah. like who knows? I don't know where it is. I'll have
0: to ask Conan how many times that bike's been exchanged between. I those know. Two days, I'm cause... just
1: like I, I just remember one of the times I saw the thing going back and forth. I'm like that poor bike doesn't know who its daddy is. Like you're <laughs> <laughs> like just like please just give it a home (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah you know I mean he hit me up just like hey I'm passing through and uh you know another moped friend out of state uh, I think it was like maybe three or four weeks ago had hit me up and they had never come here before and they are just like they're like oh how far away are you from from where I am you know how long of a drive is that like I'm I need to get out of my house so it's just like all these other things that like Mm kind of just like people kind of like starting to hit up other people being like I (laughs) I need social interaction of some kind or just something (laughs) you know um and uh you know I I jokingly said to Adolfo like a week ago and I was like I just want to ride on the back of the sender and like you know feel the wind you know blowing my hair and pretend that it's tampa again (laughs) i'm just like uh, i just i just want that and uh you know i mean i think for everybody that was there at that rally that was (laughs) that was the beginning of the end you know that was our who knew that that was going to be the high point of yeah
0: and it wasn't that fucking high of a point people (laughs) yeah
1: it was i i had a blast i went to my it was
0: but it goes back to that thing that i say if you put enough cool people in one spot anything can be good because like i tell people the ride was 30 miles like
1: yeah i guess it was
0: (laughs) like i you know what what did we get fed some food trucks at a brewery like
1: did we, I, I remember being hungry a lot. Yeah. I do remember that. I don't. I remember like eating some
0: really shitty dried all fucking seven 11 mm-hmm. chicken strips. That's what I remember. And like Parker yeah. and I, and another guy like ate some Indian food in that parking lot. Like, yeah, I mean, again, yeah. I, I give the organizer props for even just trying to put something on. I, I mean, mean, it's
1: pretty cool how it all turned out, but I mean, but I think
0: it goes back to the fact he did it at the right time. Because yes. everybody in the north, think of how many Northerners into that realm. Oh my, God. Oh my God,
1: Ryan! Ryan, go crank pipes. they like, yeah. um, Ryan, Nick, oh, Turbo, shit. yes Nick. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, Nick. Um, I was spacing out on his name there. Like yeah. when I heard that they like drove down from like, from yeah. I mean, from Milwaukee. Yeah, from all the way up in Wisconsin to Tampa, Florida. That's yeah. a long hike. You know, I was thinking Carolina Beach. I mean, it just kind of. Everything fell into place perfectly this mm-hmm. these last few days. And I guess I if it's okay to start, you know, giving a few more details to everyone because I feel like it's been really mysterious. Um, um
0: I tell you what. Let's, let's end your journey yeah. right now.
1: Yes. Um
0: we're gonna pick this back up. So and I'm just doing this so the people who want the information for mm-hmm. the ride can just have the information for the ride. That's going to be a 15, 20 minute deal. If that, but like, this is, this has been a rad (laughs) podcast and I'm very happy that we got to do it tonight because, you know, I haven't heard or seen or anything from you and like, I wasn't overly stressed, but just, you know, one of those passing people that you're always like, huh, I, I wonder what happened to Amanda. Like,
1: she's no longer on the internet
0: yeah but like <laughs> but i can't thank you enough for coming on second chance a moped podcast and don't yes. forget don't forget people to check us out on instagram we are at second chance pod email us for any suggestions for shows or guests even though it's coming to an end april 10th 11th folks the one-year commitment will be over um I have a very special guest for the last podcast. I'm really excited to have her on. It's going to be, it's going to be a good one, but thank you so much, everyone. Second chance pod at Instagram, second chance of moped podcast on Facebook, second chance, moped at gmail.com. Hit me up on Facebook, Instagram. You know where to find me. Um, And I can't thank you enough. And don't forget, Amanda, mopeds are dumb
1: they're just mopeds it's just mopeds
0: (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much for being on
1: thank you